Good morning. It's 9.30. It's a briefly sunny Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Marianne Myers. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins, and it's time for Food Talk. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, briefly sunny. It's April, Marianne. (laughs) It's April. I don't care what T.S. Eliot says. It's an awesome month. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited about, you know, more light. Oh, yeah, yeah, and warmth. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm still wearing a turtleneck, you'll notice. Well, and didn't the weather, what did the weather say? That Oh, it says uh, possi- rain today likely possibly mixed with snow showers. What the heck? I know. It's like they've got us mixed up with some other state. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, I feel like we're chronically mixed up in the spring around here. I know, that starts with like Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Huh. Well, uh, a bunch of exciting things besides just spring. Um, We've got a 40th birthday party coming up. It's so exciting. It's our next show. I'm so excited. I know. We are so lucky that just as fate would have it, Food Talk falls on the actual birthday of KMUN on the 40th birthday. So our next show is on the 17th, and it will actually be the 40th birthday we lead charmed lives oh my gosh (laughs) charms aren't always fabulous but that one is absolutely that one is we could talk about uh uh pledge drive a little bit later but i wonder what you've been cooking let's see well i did something that i thought was going to turn out good but it turned out meh and it's, it was just a stupid, simple thing. I just made some pizza. But you know how, like, they have pizzas that they sell that have cheese in the crust, you know? Yeah. So I just rolled up, you know, um, those cheese mozzarella sticks. Yes. They seem kind of big, so I split them in half. You know how they just tear, like, strings, you know? Yeah. So I split them in half, and I rolled them up in the crust. But I think that they must use some meltier cheese because they were just kind of tough. <laughs> oh, oh, little rubbery yeah, racers. rubbery and not very tasty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like it was a horrible failure. It was just like, meh. <laughs> I got to say, well, uh, gratable mozzarella, not fresh mozzarella, but the grating kind, to me, Never tastes like anything. It's just a really superior melty thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. I have a, my favorite pizza crust recipe I have out of a, a book, a, a pizza cookbook mm-hmm. that I've had for a million years. And um, once you've made a couple of pizzas, you don't really need a pizza cookbook. But mm-hmm. this particular book has uh, grated parm in the crust in the oh, dough nice. Oh, nice. and it's just really delicious parmesan is tasty yeah it is yeah. and a uh, uh, finely grated parm doesn't you don't have to worry about it um you know being a little rubbery log <laughs> no it doesn't do the rubbery thing yeah yeah that was unfortunate but um do you have an idea like a feel for how much parm you put in there in the crust um i want to say Shoot, I should be able to remember it, but I want to say like a quarter of a cup in a full-size pizza. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's that not a lot, good. but it just adds a whole another flavor, and it seems to, I think, bake a, a tiny bit differently, like the edge crust is a little uh, crunchier. It makes sense. Yeah, it's good. Crisps up. There There was a, a Italian market in... Um, St. Paul, Minnesota, that I just loved. And, you know, my parents live close to there, so I was there once a year, um, called Morelli's. Oh, it was so good. Anyway, um, they had uh, 
prepared food, but they had a whole Italian supermarket there too. And they had something that they called uh, pizza spice or something like that. And um, it's just something that you sprinkle on your pizza sauce when you're making pizza. But often I'll put it in the dough, and that's really good too. But they went out of business, and I'm on my last jar. What? It's a blend, though. You could probably reproduce it. I I don't think it's anything super complex. (laughs) But anyway. Garlic and basil, garlic and basil. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I haven't put cheese in the crust, and that would be really good. Yeah, I think it is good. Um, I made uh, stuffed peppers last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Dale loves those. Tom liked it, too. What kind of meat did you use? I used a blend of ground beef and ground pork. Okay. And then just put a bunch of stuff in there. I mean, I basically cleaned out the uh, (laughs) veg drawer. Yeah. I had some uh, collards that needed to be used up and some mushrooms. And um, I used scallions instead of regular onions because I had some that were looking, you know, they were hollering for help. (laughs) They were on on their way out. (laughs) Yeah. And... um, I can't remember what else I put in there, but just a lot of uh, veg. And inst- I, I didn't use, I used a little tomato paste, but I didn't use any um, tomato sauce. Okay. I just used a little bit of, I think last time we were on, I, I talked to you about a um, Asian barbecue sauce that I had made with a little gochujang. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I uh, have a container of that because I really like it. I've been using it on a lot of things, and I put a couple spoonfuls of that in. Oh, that's a good. great idea. It was good. And just put them in a baking dish and splashed some red and then white wine in the bottom of the uh, baking dish okay. just to keep them from getting dry. Oh, see, because I, I mean, I, I pretty much always put them in some kind of sauce. Yeah. Usually tomato based. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have I know I, I love yours it. and you do the little uh the little cabbage rolls too. Yeah. And the same meat inside them. Yeah. But you you use the little peppers, the sweet little Oh yeah, yeah. What and are I've they called? those um peppers, little peppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like pime- they're not little, pimentos, no. are they? Well, I yeah, I have done them with pimentos too. Yeah. The ones that I get, you know, later in the year at the a farm stand. I, you know, I love those peppers. I yeah. think they're so good. I always say if red bell peppers were skim milk, these are cream. <laughs> they're <laughs> so good. <laughs> I yeah. just had a red bell. But, um, yeah, it was good. And I, it's one of those things that I think I used to make them a lot more regularly, but I just forgot about them yeah. until you mentioned them. And then I was like, wait a minute, I know how to do that. Well, there's things that just seem really kind of outdated, like, you know, stuffed yes. peppers and then also like zucchini boats, you know? Yes, love so, those. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's just it's just seems <gasps> outdated. And, I have zucchinis, and on they're it. <laughs> essentially the same thing. You yeah, know? they are. I forgot all about those. But yeah. I, you know, at my house, we're uh, like the um, we rule with old fashioned recipes. Yes. I have a husband that loves <laughs> yes. Salisbury yeah. steak, exactly <laughs> chicken fried steak, and yeah, 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 all those. Yeah, um, uh, when I'm making any of those things, the, the zucchini boats or the um, stuffed peppers, um, very often I'll use uh, ground turkey oh, yeah. just to try to make it healthier. And there's yeah. usually enough other stuff in there to keep it moist and not gacky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dale never knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does now, oh, I guess. <laughs> you really think he's listening. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> we only have seven people out there. I don't think he's one of them. Hey, uh, we need to personally invite our seven uh, fans to join us on the 17th because we're, uh, although uh, we don't, I don't think that KMUN officially has 
thank you gifts for pledge drives too much anymore because all of our fabulous members and members to be know that that it, the best thing to do is have all the money go toward operating this station. Yeah. Well, and then also, you know, in the olden days, everybody would come here and pick everything up, and they just can't have that crush of people in here when there's a pandemic. Yeah. So that was. Is there always going to be one? I fear that there may be. However. Uh, we can do nothing one way or the other, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just going to be careful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're learning to be really consistently careful. Yeah. Anyway, because of that, uh, we don't have like lists of things and shelves of stuff that you come and shop for. But because food we're talk, <laughs> food talk is going. We're going to have three really nice thank you gifts for uh, people who call in, and uh, they will be actually hand delivered to you so that you don't have to come to the station um we'll we'll come and uh knock on your door unless so. you live like in grants pass well that's true <laughs> i would like to go to grants pass but not this time of year it's really hard to get there over the hump i know i know Especially it is with snow today <laughs> i know crazy um yes if you are in the area yeah we will absolutely although there are um uh, Linda's baking a fabulous cake, and that means that you have to live close enough, like in the county or across the river, dr drivable distance, uh, to bring you a cake. Yeah. But uh, the uh, the brand new cookbooks can be mailed, so you could be oh, anywhere yeah. Yeah. and um, call in for a cookbook. So we're, we're just giving you a heads up that on the seventeenth, Food Talk will have some uh, birthday gifts for you. Yeah. So you've got two cookbooks. One is a Milk Street cookbook. Yeah, it's called Tuesday Nights, and it's uh, it's really fabulous. And one of the things I like best about it, I mean, they're all really good recipes. These you know it's uh christopher kimball used to be cook's magazine cook's illustrated yeah, yeah and, and um really just reliably fabulous uh recipes for everything i mean it's not just one kind of food it's you know soup to nuts but one of the things that i really like is that there's a pretty substantial uh section on sides yeah. And I love sides. Yeah. I would uh, I often in a restaurant will just order two or three sides as opposed to an entree. Yeah. I just love that stuff. Well, and so. then when you're cooking, it's usually less work and so if you're thinking, "Wow, I want to make something new." It's easy to make a side, you know, if you're just not that invested in thawing something out in the freezer. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. Just, oh, I can try this and then you try it and it's good and it was really easy to do and the, the reward is really large compared to the yes. effort inside yes. dishes. And if you um well, you probably don't out there, but <laughs> <laughs> I often am in the store and I buy a whole bunch of something because it's inspirational. I'm going to do something great with it. And then suddenly I have five pounds of carrots. And so it's a, <laughs> it's a really good thing to know about uh, sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and then um, uh, when Christopher Kimball went from Cook's Illustrated over to Milk Street, um, um, I didn't pay much attention, but um, one of the best cooks in you know, the county that I know of is Marianne Merck, and she loves him. And so um, just on her recommendation, his books are really, really good. They are, and they're yeah. beautiful, of yeah. course, and they're beautiful. Um, so we're going to have that one for you, and also the Scandinavian Comfort Food, which is a really wonderful book. And um, 
one of the things that I really want to try in it that I haven't tried yet, uh, really good fish recipes. Are we surprised? No, it's a Scandinavian <laughs> book. But also there's all there's ton of stuff all the way through desserts. Um, it's apps through desserts. But um, one of the things that, speaking of sides, uh, <laughs> that I really want to try, and these are brand new books. There's no gravy stains or anything. I'm not, you know, they're, they're unused. But um, it's a creamy barley with... Um, they call them courgettes, but we know they're zucchinis and mushrooms. And it is done very much like um, risotto. Yes. Okay. But it's going to come out with a different texture, mm -hmm. but it's made like that. And it just sounds really good uh, to me. It yeah, sounds that's really, really clever. good. Yeah. It, and it's got garlic and, and fresh thyme and um, Parmesan. And they're making it just with water. But I think you could make it with vegetable stock or chicken stock, and it might be, I mean, just be like, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it would be better. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not as uh, disciplined as maybe um, Scandinavian folks are. <laughs> they're being more, you know, <laughs> they're being more careful about uh, their food budgets and uh, their diets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're using water. I need use stock. But I like the whole... A savory porridge idea. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I know there's that guy that um, is on the food web board, Rich Peterson. Yes. And um, yes. I, I know he has plans to open a Scandinavian food cart when he retires from the Coast Guard in the next year. So and that's that's really exciting, I think. I know. I hope that he lets everybody know and we'll all show up and uh, we will be <laughs> the grand opening. Yes. There'll be a big line where we're like, are you ready? Is it time? Is it time? How about now? Open, open, open. Yeah, right. <laughs> Orgy, smorgy, porgy. Rich. <laughs> Rich is a fabulous um, chef, and also he is a huge supporter of local food. Yeah, which is really cool. He yeah. buys as much. He's the chief culinary officer on the Coast, uh, Coast Guard Cutter Elm, and he buys as much as he can um, for his food provisions or whatever you would call it yeah. um, from, from local farmers and local sources, which is pretty much unheard of. You I know? cannot, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see if, if Rich actually does retire because I can't imagine his crew once. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they eat really good. I know they sure do. And then the next guy comes in and is like, here's your burrito. Unwrap yeah, right. it. And they're like, oh, <laughs> have a nice chicken finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to take a sec and uh, remind everyone Everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. And if you haven't ever or if you haven't recently gone to those fabulous websites to see what's shaken, you should do it. KMUN.org and uh, NorthCoastFoodWeb.org, both jam-packed with interesting and informative information. And also at KMUN.org, there is an entire... Uh, section right now uh, about all the birthday events for KMUN. There's the, it's the, a big deal. It's a really big deal. And um, on the 11th, our our uh, pledge drive starts on the 10th. That's next Monday. And on the 11th, there's a celebrity bartender fundraiser down at Carruthers. So Tom that... Cruise is going to be there. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Let's show up and see. <laughs> I don't know the exact details, but those are always fun and yeah. they are always uh, uh, helpful to the radio station in terms of the proceeds coming to directly to here. So 
Keep your eye open for all events like that. There's parties, there's concerts, there's all kinds of stuff stuff to help us celebrate being 40, which might not be the uh, the happiest birthday for some people, but for the radio station, it's, it's happy huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. it's huge. <laughs> well, so. and then if you're looking for something to, to do between now and is it the 11th that they have the celebrity bartender? Yeah. You could just, I mean, you could do this. You're in the kitchen cooking, doing dishes, whatever. But just try to think up interesting drink names and then ask that, that celebrity bartender for that drink and see what you come up with. <laughs> I, think, I think that there's usually like three specialty drinks. Oh, and you don't I, get to ask. I don't. They oh, would that's be insane. Fair. They would be insane to take requests. I want an asphalt butterfly. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to remember get? that next time we need a celebrity bartender, Linda Perkins. We'll be calling you. Oh, they're going to have to have like the two little finger quotes, celebrity, <laughs> <laughs> so they don't get sued. <laughs> What would an asphalt butterfly be? I think it would be like grenadine and espresso. <laughs> oh, yum. And what a, a beautiful color, too. Yes. The color of asphalt. <laughs> Yikes. Well, you know how I like those spices that are single origin? Yes. Yes. Okay. So single origin, what that means is that they're just coming from one farm. And so um, if you buy spices from a spice company, they're big and it makes sense that they're getting spices from a whole bunch of different locations, different farms, and some are really good. Some are, are, are kind of good and some are good. You know, like there's, there's, by definition, what you're going to get is mediocre because it's a, a mixture of everything that they can buy. And so these single origin spice companies, um, theoretically what they do is they go and they search out the best possible farmer of whatever spice it is they're buying and they buy the entire crop and then you supposedly get the best that you can possibly get. And I've been really happy with ones that I've bought. Anyway, there's a uh, on Shark Tank, yes. April 7th, there's going to be one of those companies if you want to see what it's like. And that's just kind of exciting that the idea of single origin spices is becoming enough mainstream that it's going to be on Shark Tank. So I'm excited about that and that more people will be able to hear about that kind of thing and yeah. understand that. So I don't know what time, but maybe 8 o'clock, maybe 9 o'clock at night. I don't know. I don't even have a TV now. So you no, all wait. have to watch it and tell me. Do you? <laughs> Do you want to tell us why you have no TV? Oh, because we're redoing our, our living room. And we just have one TV. It's in there. So it came off the wall. So we just sit and stare at each other in the evenings. <laughs> oh, Who are you? I know. But that's not even the sad part. I'm being punished for all the cookbooks I own because they were in bookcases in the living room. And I had to carry them all to the basement. So... I'm feeling sad for, oh, my, for myself. Oh, and sore, I no, bet. I know, I know. Yipes, that was some <laughs> serious tonnage. It took me like three days. <laughs> you so need a silent butler. You need one of those. What are those called? Uh, silent butler? Is it? Dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter. <laughs> mine, was pro- mine was more polite. <laughs> I love your brain. I love your brain. <laughs> I'm getting it from my husband, who you know, but Tom makes up. He can't remember words, but he makes up really descriptive. <laughs> so I would, I would ask you for an asphalt butterfly, and you'd bring me like a a road worn insect or something. <laughs> I 
don't know. I can't even think. I'm sorry. A fluttering roadway. Well, you need a dumb waiter. And no uh, no offense to waiters. It's just what they're called. Yeah. That's well, all. Well, and I thought I could put little backpacks on the dogs, and they would willingly go up and down, but they just, yeah. like, looked at me like, what? <laughs> They don't work. No. They're precious pets. <laughs> I know, I know. There's no working. Oh, my gosh. There's my squeaky toy. <laughs> well, um, I'm still looking for inspiration on, I mean, I've been trying to, you know, try new recipes, but um, basically I'm looking in the, oh, I know what I want to ask you. What? I have a... Uh, uh, pork butt in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Not personal. <laughs> and um, I want to do a slow cooker thing, I think. Okay. But I, I don't want to do pulled pork. Okay. I think that um, pork, pork butt, pork shoulder, it, it's just such a picnic. It's such a, um underrated cut of meat. I think yeah, it's, it's just fabulous. Great. So there's something that I like a lot with pork shoulder, and that is... Um, those those little those they look like Asian tacos, so it's kind of like the bow dough. It's fluffy yes, and you yes. steam it. It's white, but you make it in kind of the shape of of your whole hand, you know, so that you can fold it like a taco. And then um, I I do it in the crock pot, but you can braise it in the oven too. Um, so I take the pork and I just basically. Um, put a bunch of hoisin sauce in there, maybe a quarter cup of water, a bunch of garlic, a bunch of ginger, and then um, just cook it on low. I mean, it's a long time until it falls apart. Uh-huh. And like then, all day, right? Yeah. I, usually I do it all night. I just start it at night and then it's, you know, pretty much ready by lunchtime. Okay. But um, um, I have had trouble with pork butt and I don't know why only pork butt where some weird kind of thing happens and I'm not filling it too full. It's not like it's full to the top, but some kind of seal thing happens and then um, water starts just slowly like oh. coming out. So I always put a rimmed cookie sheet under my, my crock pot if I let it go all night, especially if I'm doing cork butt, cork butt. <laughs> <laughs> Not as tasty as pork, but anyway. <laughs> it needs, no wonder it needs a long time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway, then um, you just make some um, kind of bow looking thing, but you could yeah. also use um, like naan would work just fine. Yeah, or and the little street taco. Yeah, and then I mix a little bit of wasabi with mayo, so I have that, and then I have fresh cilantro. And then um, I take, come on brain, red onions for sure, and is it cabbage? Mm, I don't think so. I can't remember. But Although cabbage would be good. Yeah. And cilantro. And, oh, red peppers. Oh. Bell peppers. And then I um, just put the seasoned rice vinegar on it. So it's oh, the right, rice vinegar right. that has salt and sugar in it, too. Right. And then um, just let that pickle for just a couple minutes. And so then that's that's what the sandwich is. It's that meat. and Oh, and then I, I, I generally put some more hoisin sauce on it. But um, that's really good, I oh, think. Oh, that's a great idea. It's complex. Sorry. No, I don't think it's complex. I mean, it's a, there's a lot happening, but it's not, it's a crockpot meal. Yeah, yeah. So once you get everything in there, yeah, you're done. Yeah, that's a great idea. I will do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I I have to cook this thing. Yeah. Well, I, that, that I, meat is good over rice too. Yeah, it's really good. And I have this fabulous rice cooker. Did I tell you that? No. I got a, a new rice cooker because my 25, 30-year-old rice cooker finally was like, you know, looked at me and said, you're kidding. So <laughs> I, uh, <You're> tired. <laughs> I, I got uh, at the Asian 
market. Boy, and they have so many rice cookers there. Oh, man. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult. But I got this. They're, they're so much smarter than they used to be. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was just, uh, you know, plug it in or unplug it. That was it. Oh, really? Okay. But... Uh, this one uh, knows things, and you can do porridge in it. You could do any kind of grains in it. So like kanji, that's probably why they have it for... Yeah, okay. that's what I think. Okay, wow. Um, and I haven't made kanji. I've never made kanji. I love no, it. No, and I don't know why I haven't either, and I love it too. Oh, we have to do that, and then we have to tell everybody how, because I don't think it's hard, no. especially if you... I have a uh, my new rice... Uh, cooker says on the very top, and uh, it says uh, neuro fuzzy. Oh yeah, I was always kind of afraid of those. <laughs> Do I need my rice to be that smart? <laughs> <laughs> well, it I love it so much, and I have been making a lot more rice because it makes perfect rice. Is that what neuro fuzzy? Is that what it is that it knows when it's done? Uh, it does know when it's done, but it also, like, usually you you rinse your rice, rinse your mm -hmm. rice, and then you, I used to use the finger dip method mm -hmm. to get the depth of the thing, but it's got all these measurements inside the pot so that you, however many scoops of rice you put in and all the different colors, yeah. and if it's mixed rice and uh, light brown rice and regular brown rice and oh, wow. yipes, there's wow. a lot of kinds of rice. Wow. Yeah. But it all it all comes out perfect, and uh, because of that, we're eating a lot of rice. Right on. Yeah, I, I like, like it. I like having a rice maker. Yeah, I, if I remember right, kanji takes a really long time, like more than two hours. Yes. And I think that that's probably been my barrier, because you kind of want it for breakfast and then. <laughs> yeah, but if <laughs> you have a, a if you have something, oh, well, a slow cooker would do it. That you could do it overnight. I mean, overnight oats is you yeah. know like that where you let it go all night and then have it for breakfast. And I imagine you could do the same thing with congee. Yeah, probably. Uh, now I'm inspired. See, it's that kind of stuff where you just know you know you love it, but you don't yeah. think of it. Yeah. I'm when it's getting to be time for dinner, my brain goes, "Okay, which one of the three things I always <laughs> yes, cook exactly. should I cook tonight?" Yeah. Yeah, and even if I've bought the stuff like I I have in my fridge, the stuff to make. Um, you know those lettuce cups that have yeah. chicken in them and you just eat them with hoisin sauce? Yeah. I have the stuff, but I haven't made them yet. It's just like, oh, I don't normally make those. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I you know, lettuce keeps so well. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you just can't put it off for a week. No, uh -uh. Oh, yipes. <laughs> or chicken, and it's real chicken. It's not the oh, yeah. lab-grown chicken. Yeah. I know how that's becoming quite the thing. Well... Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think it's being sold in America yet, but that's really quite an invention being able to grow meat in a petri dish. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, animals themselves would be happy to know yes, that. Yes, 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 <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, might be easier to be vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, tofu, I would not have told you that five, six years ago that that would be a viable alternative but i'm learning to love it yeah you can make it any flavor you can just yeah. make it turn it into anything you want and a million different textures and mm -hmm. um a really inexpensive um efficient way to get protein in your diet you know and all of the good stuff that you need so yeah the co-op has even that handmade stuff yeah 
They Love that. Chops them off and I think bucket. that uh, it pays us all to uh, be careful in buying things like uh, tofu, uh, anything that is a hot T ticket, you know, whatever it is that we're all like into at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, just to be careful about it because not all things are created equal and mm -hmm. some things are full of stuff or are produced in ways that we wouldn't want them to be if we were paying attention to how it's being done. So I remember being on a train in um, Japan, just driving through and there was a rice paddy and right next to the rice paddy, I mean, you know, exactly touching it was this gigantic pile of burning tires. Oh my God. <laughs> and I thought, wow, other countries have different rules. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I wonder how that, uh, I wonder if it impart, you know, imbues the rice with an exotic... <laughs> You'd think that that would be some pretty cancer-causing rice right there. Yeah, yeah, shoot. Oh, shoot. I, I'm telling you, life will kill you. No. <laughs> Linda Perkins, we're running out of time, Aww. but I'm looking forward to seeing you on the, on the birthday. Yep, I'm bringing a cake. Okay. I hope we hear, uh, I hope we see all of you. You want to sing us out? Uh, oh, my gosh, I forgot the song. You're driving your I'm vegetables. I'm driving my vegetables. <laughs> I'm driving my green. Oh, and so I started super edibles. Driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli. Driving my cauliflower. Driving a bushel of corn home. Bye-bye. <laughs>